It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. podcast we're back again we're almost at 40 episodes this is 39 believe it or not uh a little slow in the the bears news department but we're coming we got some other stories that might be interesting to y'all um but i guess we do have a little bit the chicago bears jackson tim they did not end up signing ryan bates the buffalo bills lineman they ended up matching his offer so he is not coming to the chicago bears which means another off-season target missed or somehow got away from Ryan Poles and the Bears. Uh, I don't really think it's a humongous deal, but I don't know. What, what are you guys' takes on that? I don't think it's Just that. Like whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of weird that the – like, he's only played for the Bills for, like, four or five games, right? Like, he's still fairly young, and, like, why are the Bills giving up on him already? So that kind of should be, like, a warning flag. I, they didn't. They signed him. I know, but like, why would they? Why would they even let him? You know, get to that point. You know, because so, they're because they're a good team and they have a lot of money to good players right now. Yeah, but isn't he only a rookie, or was he a second year guy? I mean, the salary cap is a. You know, they're they're they have a lot of good players, so to get a guy who was a backup for them to sign. You know, he only played six games. What I'm trying to say, that's what we were hoping to do. I think that's what Ryan Poles was trying to do. He was trying to right. get him for 4.4 mil and put them in a spot where, ooh, we can squeeze it, but can we? Can we not? And I mean, is they, this guy even going to be able to? It's even going to be like the starting guard, or was he a guard, right? Yes, he was a guard. Yeah, I, like, is he going to be the starter next year? Because he, I think the Bears the came back, him. He took his job. Yeah, with him and then not having to start Sam Mustafer, I think we're a better offensive line. I mean, yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. So I, we need I a Bills insider on this. It, I don't think it's just. I don't think my point is that I'm not going to be some guy freaking out in Chicago radio. All that I am saying is that the and as we know, this this roster is not good. Uh, there's a lot of holes. I just it's like Swiss cheese. Yeah, we knew that you, going in. We knew that yeah. going in. Yeah. How do you? I just. We all thought though, months before. Wow, all, offensive line guy. He's gonna go get some free agent, and he and he has with uh, the guy from Green Bay. But you'd like to see that shored up because there's a lot of holes that I think er- losing losing out on Armstrong. I think hurt. The yes, most. yes. But and they say they weren't in it a hundred percent. They were. no, yeah. no. There was a new report that came out last week that it was down between Miami and him. Yeah, Miami and, and Chicago. My and bad. he didn't want to come to you, and you're an offensive. What what I'm all I'm I guess I'm trying to say is not freaking out because I think that he's playing it right, but he also I, he also looks like he's learning on the job. And I know this is his first time doing it, but you get do you get what I'm kind of saying? Like. Ooh, maybe four, yeah, maybe four point four will work. Like instead of shortchanging a guy, you just get rid of Khalil Mack and all these people. Go out and spend a little bit of money. Yeah, we're not expecting a complete turnaround right away, but get somebody. Because I mean, I, I there were reports that come out that 
it looks like it's going to be Jenkins and Borum are first crack at the tackle positions, which, you know, makes sense, especially with Jenkins. I mean, there's been reports that, like, is Poles even that excited about Borum or Jenkins? Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure he wants – he would prefer to have guys that he drafts. But, I mean, at this point, like, you kind of want to look at what you have. But the thing that, that bothers me is not just so much about the offensive line. It's how – Justin Fields is going from year one to year two, and we want to see a big jump. Is there enough talent on this team to assist Justin Fields and see that jump occur, that year one to year two jump? I mean, obviously it could happen with a not-so-talented roster, but you want to put something out there so either he's not, A, not running for his life, or B, he's got targets that are reliable to throw to, and we actually know who they are. So currently, as it is now, it doesn't seem like I'm mean, free agency, and I know the draft. And free agency's not over. The draft still hasn't started yet. But currently, you would like to see something where we can put Justin Fields in a better position to succeed from year one to year two. And it's not looking like we have done that so far, unfortunately. Exactly, Kev. Exactly. Yeah, you don't really know the direction that they're trying to go, and obviously. You know, Paul said that, you know, we're not going to make giant splashes, um, which I think, you know, you look at the past two or three general managers, they always try to make one splash, you know, every other year or something. Um, and it you know, it's kind of been us in the ass a few times. But, and you know, I don't think there's anything wrong getting that second or third wave. Um it is wrong if you're. It is wrong if you're missing out on the second and third. Yeah, we, we haven't signed any of the second yeah, third, really... third wave guys. And yeah, our big signing took a huge step back. Yep. It, well, did you guys see kind of today that? The, and you mentioned and Kevin and you also did Jackson the Larry, um, Tevin potential as Larry now as the left tackle, Tevin as the right tackle. And then Poles was caught in an interview today, and he might be super busy and all that, but said that Larry played left tackle in college, and he really didn't. So I thought Larry played left tackle, or was he more? He did, but like he did, but a few like games it was, or it was like single like digit games. So yeah. it's just, it, I mean, it's it, more than what Jenkins played in college. Yes, it's, and we love Larry on this podcast. All I'm saying is what that that reiterates to me exactly what you two just said earlier is he had a different plan for this offensive line and well, he wanted to be happen. smaller he wanted to be smaller and quicker mm-hmm. and he wanted them to be more physical i get the physical part because like and to be fair like you know borum is still a rookie and jenkins you know you didn't you only saw what a game and a half if that really um so we don't know their aggressive no. levels yet. Um, I, I'm cool with not, them. Both of them aren't like the quickest of offensive linemen. Like the linemen that you have seen that Poles has developed in Kansas City, like smaller guys who can get that second and third level blocks. I'm cool with them. Um, if that's the plan going in, we would like to see more interior then. The, the issue becomes, okay, ooh, doesn't look that good, but where's the depth? Like right. if one of those guys goes down, yeah, you're we're, we're SOL, maybe Ryan Bates signing is a depth guy, not at the tackle position, but you, do you get what I'm under like yeah, putting up? Yeah. Like if we're going to have this iffy wide receiver core, 
that looks bottom five on paper, uh, it would be nice to be able to hold on to some guys and make sure that Fields Fields is set up. Exactly what Kevin was saying. I I think what Bears fans, and we're going to probably hit on this before the draft, Bears fans, all of us have this idea for these two round, two second round picks. And I think one of them's going to have to be defense. And a lot of people are thinking offense, offense. And I, I really think that people need to temper their expectations because they might even just go with a defensive tackle or something. And we're they thinking, need it. well, they need a tackle. They need a they linebacker. Need a, they, they, they need a safety. Exactly what we're trying to get at Jack. They need a lot. <laughs> it's like, where do you start? It, it, it's like, I, I think addressing the, the glaring need of offensive line, right? I think that's probably the biggest hole because like how bad the offensive lineman was, you, you're not, you're not signing Daniels back. Are you, are you a hundred percent? Thank you for that. Hold on. Pause there. Does this look stupid now without signing Daniels, re-signing him? Uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like if they go out and get somebody at the tech, at the guard position, they'll be, I'll be, over it just because like I didn't know who Ryan Bates was but no. people are people have like this idea that he was going to be a great fit and he might have been but like we he's not this world beater offensive lineman so if we find someone who like played on a team and didn't look just completely awful I won't say it's a complete loss but because I mean Daniels had his moments he was up and down for most of his career here unfortunately but for I, it, the only thing that will be uh I will kind of be hung up on is the fact that he is younger and for the cost that we let him go for, it's kind of like, why didn't you just resign him if you can't find anyone, but if they find someone comparable or even slightly less established, but has maybe more upside, I would be okay with that. Well, can, can you imagine if uh, what Nichols and Daniels play better at their new spot? I mean, that's, that's the Chicago. Curse, that wouldn't man. be, that wouldn't that's be surprising. That's happened every team from the bears to the blackhawks in this town like, totally and again fine but all i'm saying is they both left with contracts that i didn't go wow glad like, we didn't sign that guy yeah you know what get I mean? that off the books I, and they're both relatively young which we need to be and jackson and kevin you've said it <laughs> we have holes you might want to shore up some of those holes all I'm saying is I, tr- I trust in the guy right now because I, I haven't seen anything on the field with him as GM. It I don't want to be those dudes that are calling into Chicago Sports Radio. All I'm saying is I am now a little worried. I am. I, I That's all I'm That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm yeah, trying to say. I, I, and I, and I the Bears could see. sign someone tomorrow and we're like, okay, we're like, we don't know who, who the guy is, but they signed a lineman. We might be like, okay, whatever. That's something. That's a starting yes. point. There is no pitchfork here on this co-host of the Team Bear Sports Podcast, but there is a little worry, and I think that's warranted. There's a little smoke, I would say. Okay. All right. Oh, and and that's growing pains, right? I think but, it's just it's just even more frustrating because, like, if you look at baseball, like the Cubs are kind of like doing the same thing, and you're like, what 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 is your plan here? Yes, but Kevin knocks out of the park with this. Isn't just okay, shitty roster, I'm going to retool, and, like, with the Cubs, we don't have, besides Contreras, we don't have, like, and who doesn't want to stay with us, so we don't have a guy that is going to be a guy yet. 
right, are young enough. Or if at we least didn't have be with the fields, team. this would be. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, if we didn't have yeah. Fields or Roquan, it would. Uh, You'd be like, I don't care who's on the field. We're going to suck regardless. Like, we don't have to worry about developing anyone. I'm, I'm just going to cheer for another team this year type of thing. <laughs> I I argue. That's what I'm, I guess I'm trying to argue. Yes, I agree with you. At least we have some reason to watch the games. But it almost would be better to have these growing pains when we don't have a ticking time bomb of, uh-oh, we need to figure out if this quarterback's good in four years to sign him. It, right. It it would be nice if we didn't like, this is what teams do who don't even have that quarterback yet because they would look this bad on the roster and then tank and then get their quarterback top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This kind of like what Jack, kind of what they Jack have, doing. They yeah. might've established a few, like a couple earlier, like a couple earlier seasons of like a top 10 pick or a top five pick. So you have possibly a starting block, then you get your QB, but now we have the QB. We might have the QB. We don't really know yet. So we will see if all of this plays out. But I think that's it really for Bear News, Chicago Bears. Uh, some other NFL news came out. They came out with new NFL overtime rules. Jackson, Tim, I don't have the rules in front of me right now, or, and I don't quite remember. Jackson, you sent them to us today. So what yeah, up? hold right. on. Let me, yeah, let me pull, pull up, up the rules. It so basically, basically, it, basically yeah, it's saying that both teams are guaranteed a possession if a score happens. Right. Um, so if Tim's team scores a touchdown on my team, I have the opportunity to respond with a touchdown itself. If neither team and then like the second time um, gets the ball, like scores, wins the game. Or if there's no score, the second pos- possession wins. If there's a safety game is over, um, but there's always a response. To so it. what what is it? So if. You score a touchdown now in the playoffs, and then no, my I think team... it's all overtime. What? I think it's all overtime. Okay. Mistake. Playoffs or not, if in these new rules, if you score a touchdown, and then my team scores okay, a touchdown. Yes, I'm sorry. This is playoff. Sorry. Okay. This is playoff. Yes. If you score a touchdown, and then I score a touchdown, so we're now tied again. Is it now first score? Okay. So hold on. Just pulled it up. Okay. <laughs> NFL, new NFL playoff overtime rules. And this was a, a, a unanimous consent with the owners in the, the league. So that's that's a first. Uh, both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in the postseason. If the score is tied after each team has possession of the ball, the next score wins. If the team kicking off to start overtime period scores a safety on the receiving team's initial possession, the team that kicked off the ball is the winner. So at what so point does the buck stop? Go ahead, Kev. I was just going to say, so it's 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 the a safety or de- or a, a safety or defensive score. The game is over. Gotcha. Okay. Go ahead, Tim. So all I'm saying is, at what point does the buck stop? Because what this probably happened because all the time we hear, oh, Aaron Rodgers never touched the ball, and uh, well, it was the biggest. Allen, Allen didn't touch the ball, and yeah. I think that that's also bullshit. Because the next week, the game played out perfectly of how it was supposed to be, right? Both teams had possession of the ball. Mahomes threw a bad pass and got intercepted. Sorry. It, 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 no one talks about that. That both teams had the opportunity to score the following next week in the same stadium, right, with the same While quarterback. While also having 60 minutes to, before that to figure it out as well. Right. And, and like, all I'm saying get, is if when I'm does a it Bills get— fan, If I'm a Bills fan, like— I get the frustration, right? 
but I think it's also like what you said, Tim is like, like, come on, like eventually you have to play some defense in this league. You have to make a tackle. You have to adjust to your plans. Like before you, because like, I don't think college football rules would do well in the NFL. You know, like I don't want to see a Kansas city shootout where you put the ball in the 25 yard line. Like that's what makes college football unique and kind of fun. And they've already fucked with college football playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like the defense is the part a part of the game. It's I guess 33% of the game, I guess if you're just breaking it down, special teams, offense, defense. How come the, if they're not a part of the game in overtime? Like if you if you get scored on, you know, your defense lost you the game. I understand that momentum plays a role into it and whatever, but like I'm with. I do not like these rules. I just feel like one, it's for the owners. All approved it because it just you know extends the game. It drives up ratings, and you can you know sell more ad time or whatever. But I, I, it just feels very like gimmicky to me. It, it just seems like you're you're virtual signaling to what like people want to continue to see offense and that strategy. Right. Not, the only not, thing it helps is the coin toss is actually is actually more like, like, what do you do? If you win the coin toss for overtime, do you take it? Because you could take it and score and it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's whereas, a good point. Where, whereas now, if you get the coin toss and now is overtime's rules, you take the ball. Like, that's 100% what you do. You don't defer. You don't kick on an overtime. But now it's just like, what do you do? You uh, I think I kick now. I want the second time to kick the ball. Because if you stop and then it ends it or... If you stop them, or if you stop them, or get a turnover, or a defensive score, it's over, right? You don't have to take the field. It's almost kind of like college football in that sense, where it's like you want to be on defense first, right? Because if you stop them or hold them a field goal, you got to know, okay, I need a, at least a field goal to continue overtime. Yeah, you can get, you can change your strategy. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's. I did not even think about that. That's the only thing it makes, and obviously it's more football, so that's you know that's cool, but. I, all I'm all I'm saying is, what happens if that game, this the Chiefs game and Bills game, what what happens if Chiefs score like that? Then Allen gets the ball, he scores, and then the Chiefs get the ball and score. Everyone on the internet saying the same thing. Well, yeah, oh, why, you know, why don't we like, just play the entire quarter? Of, yeah, like, I think they played too much to what people said on Twitter. Yeah, I think the NFL does that quite a bit. Like after any controversial anything, they oh they try and change it like the pass interference or the no pass interference call when it was the saints and the rams playoff game the next following season we're going to review pass interference and then they got rid of it the next year yeah so like i i know like in hockey think think about hockey like if you're regular season there are is overtime and then if there's still a tie game after five minutes of overtime yeah shootout when it's the playoffs they just keep playing until there's a a team that has a winning hockey like i think that kind of makes sense a little bit more because like the grind of hockey is so much more different from football because you're playing 82 games. Like, yeah, it, it makes sense to like have, you know, three on three for five minutes and then a shootout. Cause you don't want guys going all night for 20 minutes, an extra 20 minutes. Well, well no, well, I'm, I'm saying like in the, and since this is just playoffs for NFL NHL regular season, they have the five minutes and then a shootout in the playoffs. They just have, if it's a tie game, it goes just to a another overtime, then another overtime, right? But then another overtime. Their their reasoning is one playoff, NHL playoff hockey is longer, right? So you want guys more 
reserved and ready for that. And like, well, you, you're, don't, I don't, you don't want to go to a shootout. You don't want to go to a shootout. So get the game over with on three on three. Well, no, I, I don't think you're getting where I'm... I don't think you're getting them <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, I guess keep getting cut off. No, <laughs> but there is... <laughs> Let the there is a speak. difference. There is a, there is a no, clear I, difference. I understand. I understand. But I'm saying, how come the NFL cannot just adopt the, the NHL playoff strategy for overtime of just keep playing a five-minute or ten-minute overtime until there is a final score where one team is winning, one team is not? Instead of having like one possession, two possession, three possession, four. I don't. I don't think that'd be. Uh, what? Why? I don't. Why? Th- I don't think the. I don't think the players would like that. Well, the players. I, I, it didn't sound like the players had any say in this one. It sounded <laughs> yeah, like the coaches I, I, had. To be say. honest, I think it's one of those things that it's just never going to be right. It's people are just going to find a way to complain about it. Right, yeah. because like I don't yeah, want to have uh, technically five quarters of full football because like what happens if, you know, we're playing the uh, Vikings in the playoff game and they score three touchdowns and they beat us by twenty one points in overtime because that's going to be weird. Well, I mean, it, suffice to say, us Bears fans, since <laughs> this is just a playoff rule, we won't have to be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be changed five more times. It's going to be changed like three times before we get to the playoffs. We won't be the guinea pigs. But just if they do, if they did do like a, let's just cut, like say like a eight minute overtime, the end of the overtime, whatever is the final score, unless it's tied, then you go to a second overtime. You would get a, everyone would get a chance to touch the ball multiple times. So you wouldn't have to worry about that. And then I, I feel like there's no, you it just seems like that like ties up all loose ends if you just give everyone a quarter i mean i know you can kind of hold the ball and run out the clock but that strategy you can do that in a in the regular gameplay so i i just think that that's that's how i'm thinking it would work out best but i mean i'm just fucking sitting here in my basement talking about it and not not in not the league so. office i i i just i think there's just People who are always going to be upset about it. I I really don't think they're ever going to. Surprise was unanimous because I thought like, uh, I thought I saw Mike Tomlin say shit about it. I saw well, coaches I, don't have coaches don't have a say. And who voted process. on it? I thought that's what you said. It's like the owners. Oh well, yeah, that's coaches. The, coaches that, don't. That's coaches a, don't that's, have that's a reason. That's the reason why they just want more football. Yeah. So makes it it it, it, easy. Appeals, yeah. it appeals more to the fans. Right. No, oh, the fans are. No, it, it appeases more did, to their pockets. That's what it does. So, did Virginia get the vote, or did George get the vote? Oh, God. That's a damn good question. We need to figure that out. Because I don't know. I don't know. You think I Virginia goes down to South Florida every year for their uh, for their conferences? Because that'd be awesome. Oh, here's Virginia. I don't know. She she seems like she might like. She sounds pissed. Like, <laughs> she's pissed every year. Don't go in there. She is livid right now. I feel like if it was, I don't know what. Virginia would pick just because she's a super old lady, and I don't know what her take, takes on football are. But I feel like George would just like go along with whatever everyone else is doing. He would have zero opinion on it. He'd just be like, "Hey, uh, what do you guys think? Oh yeah, you guys want the uh, two possessions in overtime? Okay, yeah, that's what I want too. I'm hey, George. Uh, give me a give me a second, guys, before I do my vote. Uh, B- Bill Polian, uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, uh, one Shirley Temple, please. <laughs> hey Ted. 
I got a question for you. <laughs> oh God. I know oh. you're I know you're worried about the new stadium, but is this gonna make us more or less money? I, I, I would be surprised if like Virginia like actually has like strong opinions and just like oh, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? Didn't you, th- you didn't think of X Y Z? I'd be surprised if that was the case. I'd be so yes, I, just given her state of where she's at in her life. But I I, I would find that awesome if she's like no, it, we gotta stop catering to people. Like last year's playoffs were an anomaly with the Buffalo. The okay, the problem is. <sighs> People this guy's forget. heated. This guy's heated about it. <laughs> he just thought of something. I, I just don't. You can see his, like, his I, eyes glow. I just don't like the catering part, and that's what I feel like they're doing. Right? They're catering to one game. You mean how they catered to us, how they uh, we could uh, uh, challenge pass interference, and they just took it away after a year? Yeah, because yeah, they realized yeah. this is dumb, and everyone is doing it. Like, oh, there's there's a little bit of push. Flag. Or there's you know? a the, or there's a pass interference on every play, basically. Yeah, the, the yeah. NFL and like NFL teams, like they definitely cater to fans in like all the wrong ways. And then when they all the all the ways that are beneficial to them, like the Washington football team having a possibility of having an awesome team name, they don't cater to the fans. So they always yeah, choose the wrong thing. Like Buffalo's getting a new stadium, and you know the. It's going to be all in taxpayers. It's not going to be on the league to help pay for it, or it won't be on uh, ownership to help pay for it. It'll, it'll be all fans who have to pay for it. Before the season starts, we should put like make a prediction of what what's going to be the new rule or new, new something new that gets catered to the following season oh, because of it, because it happens. I mean, I don't think. Oh, it'd, now, be pre- it'd be pretty easy during the season because something always pisses everybody off. Yeah, or I think you gotta wait till like week five or six. Yeah, I mean we could just go down the list and like. I mean, tell me they got rid of the taunting calls, right? No, of course not. No. Come on, dude. Then there should be something written in there for when you're doing cool spin kicks that it's fine. Like if you accidentally look back and make (laughs) eye contact with the ref, flag. I I I think my wife thought the cops were gonna get called on us because I was fucking screaming. I was screaming. I was at a bar, and I'm like, wait, why are the Steelers back on the field? Like, it was fourth <laughs> down. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that ha- when that happened at first, because you know how the bear the Bears had, were just so undisciplined. I was just like, okay, what happened this time? Like, someone had to do something stupid. Oh, that stupid. game, they were awful. They had yeah, so, so many penalties. So I totally expected someone to do something stupid. And I was like, so when I saw the awesome spin kick and then the walking backwards and accidentally bumping into the ref, that was just... See, that was just, like, deflating. Like, you just knew the rest of the season was just going to suck after that point. Yeah, that was a game and they had did. to win, too. And it did. Yeah, oh. I, I mean, I think they're just so hung up on a freak instance game. And I think you're hung up on it. I'm yeah. good with no, it, honestly. because I'm seeing what they're doing. I'm really seeing what they're doing. They saw, like, what Twitter had to say and what ESPN and Fox said. Everyone jumped on that narrative, and they didn't realize that the next week there was the same playoff game, and both teams had possession of it. And I, it ended. I don't think it affects us one bit. The Bears are not an overtime no, team. It's, it's we, not. We just, First of all, when we play in the playoffs, we never go to overtime, and we get crushed or we lose in like dramatic ways. How come it, we should make a rule where if you hit the post, both posts, that, co- that counts as a field goal? Yeah, or the, the game you get that two I was points. at. 
the game that I was out against the Lions where he hit the upright four times, that should have counted as four points. That's harder to do. Or just one point. It counts yeah, as one, one point. One point per goalpost. If you, you hit two, you, you should get do. two. You should have Three like a goes target on it, like a target, like a circle, and see if you can like hit the target. Yeah, like the old Madden skill games where you had like yes. the different striped colors. Yes, yes. I think there they came go. out like Madden 04, 05. Yep. Very good. I, I forgot about that. All right. All right. Yeah. So we Jackson, got, anything before you? Because uh, you're yeah. you're heated. You're heated. You're heated. So we got, I, I just, got any? It's just dumb. It's just dumb. But in other NFL news, this is different. This is kind of different. Huh. Um. Now I know you guys are married men, and I'm in a relationship. But you know, Tim, I know you've been on dating apps before you met your wife, and Kevin, you've never been on dating app, but. What would you do if you saw a pro athlete on a dating app? Saying yes, swiping right. Oh, swiping absolutely. right or like another picture? Like, oh, yeah. Now would too. Yeah. So my friend Addie, who is my roommate back in Arizona for a while, and she lives. Shout out to five, Addie. She lives about four or five blocks away from me. Um, about 10 minutes before I joined this call, she sent me a bunch of photos of Tyler Heineke. The commander's backup quarterback. Is it Tyler or Taylor? I think it's Taylor. Taylor or Ty- Taylor. I think it's Taylor Heineke. I think it's Taylor. I'm just uh, going to yeah. call him Heineke. I'm just going to call him Heineke. She sends me three photos of Heineke. Um, and she's like, should I try to talk to him if I, like, match with him? I'm like, absolutely. That That's what I'm thinking. Right? And she knows her DC sports. I mean... If you're on a date with a pro athlete, like, how do you not bring up, like, sports with them, right? Yeah, are, you, are you actively trying to, like, avoid and have, like, real conversations with uh, Yeah, what athlete? do you bring – yeah, like, what are they going to talk about? So, what's your favorite movie? I'll just be sitting there, like, clenching the arm of my chair, not, like, waiting to talk about whatever sport they're in. Like, what happens if they played bad, like, two weeks ago? Like, a, a totally boneheaded play. Like – throws an interception for like a pick six in the fourth quarter. Like how do you, and then she know, like I said, she knows her DC sports. Like, how do you just like look at the guy and be like, you cost us this game on Monday night. You fucking idiot. Or like, I mean, that'd be pretty wild. I mean, I can't imagine my wife being able to see like, why the fuck did you send that email at work yesterday? What the <laughs> hell were you thinking? Not putting a not putting a hello on there? What are you stupid? Your format's <laughs> wrong. Your format's wrong. <laughs> hey Kev, what were you what were you thinking about not counting that kid out during the pacer test? His foot clearly didn't touch the line. You blew that call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, suffice to say I uh if so I who do you him, guys think who do you guys think you should gonna draft this year? <laughs> <laughs> if I were him, I probably wouldn't want to talk about it because uh, you're probably talking about it all the time with media and or your teammates and coaches and all that. So I don't know about you guys. I, I only like to talk about work for a finite amount of my time after work. Other than that, yeah, but we have stop. like normal people jobs. It's true, but I feel like it also still is. I feel like people don't get that. A lot, a lot of people, oh, you play a children's game, whatever. It's a lot. And it's oh, it probably, it some is. of them the are travel, probably sick the... of it. Not every guy is a Tom Brady who just lives and breathes for that shit. First of all, I could not picture him. If you were walking down the street, I couldn't recognize him. 
No he's way. very like a just like brunette, six one, white dude. Like I don't know, he's not very. You could mistake him for Jackson. You yeah, be... he's literally like my size, like six one. Yeah, like six one, one ninety, one ninety five. Yeah. I feel like you got a better shot. You should tell Addie this if she wants to meet up with Taylor. You, you I feel like you can't be say you're a fan of the team, like you. First of all, if you want it to, if you want it to be like the number one question, listen, the number one question, if you're trying to go out with one of the players, you got to ask them how they feel about the team name. Like, did you want commanders? Did you want want hogs or did you want football team? Like, that would be the first thing I would, I would ask. No way they answer that question. Oh, I don't know. what if you, you don't think there's some media or something? Yeah, you gotta. That's true. Everyone, that's true. Gotta be, they're gonna be a little guarded. Yeah, you gotta do like I, a binocular pat down. Okay, doesn't have a recorder on her. I yeah. Feel like t- the best though, when we were talking about this beforehand, how is the, why is like a NFL player on just a regular old dating? App? I think he's yeah. just like a What's normal. What's going dude? on with you that you're going on Hinge? You're but like, ba- but like you said, he's not like a Tom Brady. You know, he's not like back Aaron Rodgers. He, he almost won a playoff game, and then he started. Like, he, yeah, but he's, he's still not like a well-known name in the NFL or in the in the DC area. You would think he would at least be like wouldn't have to worry about that if he was just like out in I don't know Texas. Someone might he is a over. top sixty-four in the world for throwing a football. I don't know. There's probably better D two college like quarterbacks who probably could, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, if you're the punter, if you are a like third third string three technique, I get it. You could you you dabble on the regular dating sites, but court like the most popular position in all sports, you get someone who does nothing. He about won sports. games in the NFL. You get someone who knows nothing about sports, and you say, name a position in a sport. Quarterback has to be number one or two on that list. Hell, he almost beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. I I I agree. But he is still nowhere near that like high level of like dating like celebrity. I still think he's on the level where he doesn't need to be on Hinge. You know, maybe he's just like a normal dude, you know, having a hard just, time date. He, he just he's socially awkward. World. He doesn't like the the doesn't dating like the scene. attention. Doesn't like the dating scene in DC. You know, the number one question in DC is like, what do you do for a living? Like that's like the stereotype in here, and like. Yeah, it's probably very weird because everyone's working for like on the hill or some type of agency, and, and he's like, "I'm the quarterback for the Commanders." Kind of weird, but I mean, I well, get he's it. Not, he's not the quarterback for the Commanders anymore. Yeah, Carson Here's Wentz. The- Carson Wentz is the starting QB now. I mean, he could lose his job. He could still he could. be the starter. Yeah, he could. Well, that's all. I hope that we hear more about this. Oh, I he- oh, I'm going to be asking her like every day. We yeah, the, I, I think that, I mean, if she's gonna, not serious. Eddie, please go on this date. I'm going to, and if she goes on a date and let's say that they only have one date, I'm going to call her to get on. She'll be our first guest. Be like, Eddie, we got to know how, how it went. Or it, I, I even think if she's like, just not into it, like totally. Yeah. What happens, to her, like, what happens like he's a, like a total mouth breather. Like, I think that would be funnier. I mean, his name's Taylor. So that's kind of a. I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. But I think that if she, even if she doesn't want to go, like doesn't like the guy, or she's just not into it, she still has to set up the date, and then you show up. You say that you're Addie, and then you meet Taylor Heineke <laughs> at the restaurant. Great. That would be great. Because she's worried. She was worried that he's bring your laptop and your microphone, and there you go. <laughs>
Hey man, you're gonna be on a Chicago Bears podcast. <laughs> Might have to record an interview. <laughs> Who are we you? We got you. We got you. Damn, got your worried, journalism. She's worried. She's worried that this guy is catfishing. What happens if she pulls a reverse catfish, and I show up like you said? I mean, blows his mind. Laptop, microphone. All right, we're gonna do this interview. Congratulations, you got suckered into the Team Bear Sports Podcast. <laughs> I mean, not a bad opportunity. Not a bad opportunity. Our fir- first big interview. A guy we Sh- catfished. I think I you like sit, it. I, think I like you sit, it. You show up early to the date. You sit at the table with a wig, a dress, your back turned so he can't see you, and he sits down. Eddie, is that you? Turn around. It's Jackson. <laughs> Microphone in hand. This is a football podcast. Oh, cool. But it's only for the Bears. And we're going to talk to you first, though. We know that you're not a Bears player. <laughs> this all sounds great. This all this all fictional. Full proof. Full proof. All right. Well, I think we are almost done. We got to wrap up the podcast with what the two more additions to the all-time Bears team. Last week, Jackson, Tim, we did. Remind me again what positions we did. Linebacker. Outside and... linebacker. Yeah, which was Lance Briggs, and did we hold on? Let me pull up the. Uh, we did. Uh, we did uh, left okay. tackle. Yeah. Left tackle, correct. Yes, Jimbo Covert. Jimbo. So this week we are doing strong safety, and then we had to get to it eventually. Quarterback on the offensive side of the football. Oh God. So I don't know. Do you guys <laughs> would you rather start out with quarterback Tim Jackson, or would you rather start out with strong safety? Let's do strong I, safety. Strong safety, Tim. Does that sound good? Yeah, I started it off last time, so someone else. Uh, I'm going to go first because I think this could be a consensus pick. Um, I'm going to go with Doug Plank. I mentioned him in a previous episode about free safety. Um, I know we went with Mike Brown, but I threw out his name, and then there was um, Doug. I'm having a brain fart. Fennec, what's his name? That's what I'm going with, Gary Fensick. Gary, Gary, yeah, there you go. I don't know why I said Doug. Oh, because Doug Plank. I want Doug Plank, hard hitter. I mean, I just watched his highlights before I got on the podcast, and he's just, like, throwing his body all over the field. I think that represents Bears football. He did have good hands. He had, you know, decent amount of interceptions. But at the strong safety position, I just envision hard hitting, just comes up, stops the run, or just, like, lays out a receiver on a crossing route dislodge the football, be disruptive. So I'm going to go with Doug Plank as my nomination for strong safety. So I guess, Jack, you can go ahead. You already mentioned who you're going to put, but what's your explanation? Yeah, I'm putting Fensick at safety or strong safety. He played strong safety from 77 to 82. Um, I know he played free safety in those 85 years, uh, but, you know, you look at his games that he played, I, I think it's my dad loves plank like that's one of his all-time favorite bears but i think just the longevity of you know fensick's career and how he can play both um i gotta go to gary tim and and gary was a hard hitter too sorry kevin i'm gonna have to go offensive i mean not only he has the tackles to back it up but he's the bears interceptions leader with 38 not a bad pick. I'm not upset. I just and he was that. a hard hitter as well. We people forget Gary Fensick killed people too. He would. 
Him and Plank would have a hard time playing. In Currently, games. I'll tell you, it's not Eddie Jackson. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not Eddie. Not Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Not, oh, God. Dude. <laughs> Tony Parrish was a good one. Tony yeah, Parrish was Tony a Parrish. good one. I mean, after after those two, Plank and Fensick, it's kind of like... Chris Conti did not make the team. No. I mean, Adrian Amos could have been someone that you maybe not... Did he get even signed? I don't think so. I I haven't seen his name. I said that I that was a free agent Pick him up. I, that I wanted Pick to get a grab. So Gary Fensick joins the all-time Bears team at our strong safety. So now we have Mike Brown and Gary Fensick as our deep guys. God, this makes me just think about how trash our current roster is. The next cornerback's the next cornerback position is going to be rough too cuz uh after Charles Tillman, it goes down pretty quick. But um, <laughs> that that's going to be the weak link on the, the defense is that last quarterback position. But what do you have? We have now we have quarterback and I guess it's my or no, I started the last one. So, Jackson, why don't you go ahead? Oh, man. Who do you have for the Chicago Bears all time starting quarterback? I mean, the list is just so illustrious. You can, There's like three guys. Time. There's take like three guys that you think of, and none of them would start for any other teams, like in their greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um, I think it's got to be Jay Cutler, kind of by default. Um, just because, you know, arm holds all the records. You know, unfortunately, he only has one playoff series and one playoff win but like you know I, I understand Sid Luckman's a Hall of Fame quarterback but Sid Luckman didn't play you know with black people you know it was a white league Whoa! <laughs> like, I'm sorry <laughs> like they wore leather helmets like, he, like, like yes he is a Hall of Famer and he still has the record for most touchdown passes in a game but like it can't be Sid um, nothing wrong with that. Jim McMahon, you know, he, I think he makes a valuable argument, but like Jim McMahon was always hurt. It's gotta be Jay. It's gotta be Jay. That was good. Uh, pretty much all the things you just said, Jackson, I thought I'd have to be fighting you on this again. Cause I thought you'd be going Stan Jones, Sid Luckman. I thought you'd be, I, I <laughs> no, was, gonna, no, I was I mean, legitimately going to be like, dude, come on, man. He couldn't no, play. Line, Jay. line is, line is different than quarterback. Um, do I think there are a couple players who could have played in, maybe in like some type of system? Maybe, but not quarterback. No smoking Jay. It is for me. Yep. Uh, it's a consensus. Jay. I mean, it's easy when it's, it's a low floor. It's a very low floor. I mean, at least it's kind of crazy to think that like we can say that, man, we witnessed the best quarter, the statistically <laughs> the best up. quarterback in Bears <laughs> history. <laughs> And you'd be like, oh, man, it must have been a great time watching the Bears' best statistical quarterback all time. And you're like, eh. Like, Actually, it was, okay. it, was, it was just okay. Yeah, it's, you think it'd be better. You know it's bad when the Super Bowl-winning quarterback and our only Hall of Fame quarterback are not the all-time best Bears quarterback. Or where they, you know, we also had, you know, star Caleb Haney, Haney over him or Jimmy Pickles over him. And that's our best quarterback ever. Uh, pretty fun. You know, it's got one bit, playoff win. One playoff win. 
you know it's even crazier to think of how how long the Bears have been playing in the National Football League that our all-time starting Bears quarterback and wide receiver played together on the same team. So oh. every up until that point, the quarter. I mean, I know that you, you've had Luckman and McCown, but like up until that point, like we can't think of anybody better in the entire history. And we had to go with Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler as our two starting quarterback and wide receiver. Wide receiver two. And obviously, he's too. not going to get picked for us. But you could put. I guarantee you, there's a there's a couple of NFL teams where if Matt Forte played for them, he'd be their best running back of all time. Yeah, there's probably a couple of them. That's yeah. a, so. All I'm saying is that you also had a very you know a very good running back. It, but Matt Forte, unfortunately, Matt Forte. you if you're a running back for the Chicago Bears, you have just a giant bench <laughs> um, of shoes to fill. And Matt Forte is probably like the fourth best running back ever yeah. in our franchise, you know, type of thing. But, but yeah, just I think that with having or, like, or like middle linebackers, look how many good middle linebackers. We're, we're going to leave off probably two middle linebackers. That sucks. Hall of Fame wow. middle linebackers. Wow. You witnessed the Bears best wide receiver, best quarterback and fourth best running back play together on the same team. They must have won many Super Bowls. Balls and many playoff games. One playoff but game against Seattle. We won the division a few times. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Taylor won, won it once. We won the division once. We uh we would always choke in like or like the 2011 team when they were like seven and three and they're like okay we can get a wild card spot because you know Green Bay went 15 and one that year but like like man we get a good wild card spot we can we can make a run here. Cutler breaks his thumb against the Chargers and it was like well. And I remember people getting all excited about like Caleb Haney, and I was like, okay, you know, maybe let's see what Caleb he can sucks. do. Eight and eight. Uh, he's he could be on the all-time worst Bears team if we do that. He he might oh, be the, the runner. There's, there's way too many. There's worse. There's there's yeah. We might have to. Do that. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, there are a lot of options at a lot of positions for that we could all have a little bit of different opinion. Honestly, on. John, there, uh, there, John it, it, it would be filled. It would be filled with players, and the worst part about it, it'd be filled with players that we've seen in our lifetime. Yeah, nobody, nobody from like the seventies, eighties. It'd be no, oh no. my god. Can you like John Bostic would be the middle linebacker, right? I mean, Chris Conti's the team captain. <laughs> he's 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 the team captain. You can uh, actually make a you can make an argument that Jake Cutler. Could be the worst quarterback on that team. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the all-time best and worst quarterback. Jamarcus Webb, baby. Gabe Carini is lining oh, up. Gabe Carini. Oh my God. How about who's our running back? You gotta go, Curtis Enos, right? Benson. I don't know. Curtis Enos was pretty bad, dude. Benson uh, just should have been way better. Curtis Enos was also like a top four pick too. I might oh, put Tariq Cohen on there just because, like, why is this guy playing running back? Why is he on? Why the is Mini Me on this team? Uh, oh, the wide receivers! Oh my god. We the Bears have had a lot of inadequate players. Adam Podlish would be the punter. You could have it all. Worst team. The wide, have, the wide receivers would be an interesting. Hysterical. It'd be hysterical. You could have an all all worst like the all time worst Bears team. You could have an all time like bust Bears team, like all time bad signings Bears teams. Oh my god, there's way too many. 
Like it's t- it's it's really tough being a Bears fan. That's for like the especially like the like I was listening to a podcast today and we're, they were talking about like every Chicago sports team that had like a random season that they were good. And the argument was for like the 2001 Bears. And like people forget like the mid the mid to late 90s, like the years that we just started watching them, how bad they were. Like awful. They would always be the 12 o'clock game. Like John Madden, Pat Summerall never called the Bears. Like why would they? Um, I, I remember being a kid. Like them, like the games that they always were on Monday Night Football, just because like they would like they'll play the Packers or something, just for like the rivalry, and they just get smoked. Like the late 90s Bears, I think would make up half the team. Cade McDown handing it off to Curtis Enos, throwing it to. God just pick knows. like a nine. Pick like David the Bears. Let's put their whole roster on. Minus Big Cat Williams. Yeah, Big Cat made the team, and so was probably another guy who's going to make the team from the late '90s. Well, if we end up doing this, we don't want to spoil all the positions, which I think we might have done that. But uh, other than that, I think I think this episode is finito. I mean, it was very very light on Bears news. We did have the. Nice Taylor Heineke story, which I'm very curious on how this ends up or plays out. I hope it I hope it goes further than just this episode, but we shall see. I'm in I'm in a deep dive right now of looking at Bears receivers that like played for a certain amount of games that and, and their yards. I, I, there's a guy. It sounds like a guy I know. Jack Jackson. Jack Jackson. Twelve games. 39 yards. <laughs> That's a nice average. His name was Jack Jackson. <laughs> what did he play? 96. Oh, man. I'm trying to, like, pick guys that have, like, you know, a bunch of games. Like, here we go. Lou Barnes in 86. 16 games, 54 yards. See, okay. Maybe those guys weren't, like actual starters and stuff like so I, i'm like maybe they were more like special teams players you know and like they get thrown in for like a couple players i'm not going to consider them like the worst of the worst because like to me like david terrell was pretty bad right you were I like was literally second just round. thinking his name you were like a second round draft pick or was he first uh, one or the other from michigan had a big years at michigan and then was just remember when we got santonio holmes and he was just garbage Oh, I thought I was so pumped about that. <laughs> There's I think so that many people. The, Roy Williams, Muhammad. Yeah, the same year that we had Jared Allen. I'm like, man, we got Antonio Holmes and Jared Allen. How about get- how about the the good old Riley Ridley every year? Oh, Riley Ridley, man, he's gonna be good. He might be one of the worst ones. His they, brothers. It, oh, I got him. Uh, he played ten games, 108 yards in today's NFL too. Kevin White. Uh, so yeah, oh Kevin White, absolutely. But Kevin White had that. Oh, I just uh. remember he made a big play in like yeah, preseason, I... and people were like, "Oh shit!" His longest reception, I think, was the hail mary. Yes, that he against did, the he, Patriots, he, yeah, and he got tackled at the one yard line. That you were there for. He got tackled at the one yard line on a hail mary and didn't even score. Like yeah. that's. Kind I'd of... like to. I'd like to think if he scored that touchdown, that would like rejuvenate his career, but. Kevin One White, yard short. Kevin White uh, 
14 games, 285 yards, zero touchdowns. I, I'm surprised that's 285 yards. What's his longest reception? It has to be that Hail Mary. Uh, his longest reception was 25. It's the Hail Mary, I bet. Yeah. That's barely that's barely a Hail Mary. That's just like a That's like a long oh, No, 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 no. This is this is it doesn't tell me like the longest reception. It oh, okay, says okay. it says Oh, actually it does. 54 yards. Okay, that's yeah, that's Yeah, I was going to be like that doesn't seem That's just like a long pass, a post route. I'm like that was a pretty small little uh Hail Mary there, Mitch. Or he ran around like 20 yards and just lofted it up. You know what's sad? Am I crazy for thinking that Mitch Trubisky could have been in the like talked. I could have been talked into of Mitch Trubisky being like nominated. Like he's in the got discussion more. He's got more playoff, for Bears all-time quarterbacks. He's got more playoff appearances than like Cooper. he wasn't going to be it, but like you could like put up a so-so argument. He had for Mitch. Uh, he had. Do we want ourselves? Like he had a winning seasons, three winning seasons. More than Cutler ever did in a row, right? And I know they're eight and eight for two years in a row. That technically is a 500 season. That counts. Two playoff series. I mean, I still put Cutler. Wait, just Mitch is Mitch can't hit an open receiver. You know, you paid him to. Um, but he did take the team to two playoff appearances. I know I'm they backed saying, in on one. There is an argument out there somewhere there that is. he could be in the. There is. In, it's like, not pretty. It's not yeah, pretty. in the running. I, I would say he is fourth or fifth best Bears quarterback ever, maybe six. That is horrifying. And then you look at like the Niners who have like legitimate arguments like, oh, Steve Young is better than Montana. Or like, no, my it's like, wow, you must be so hard. Or like Green Bay, who are like, well, we had Bart Starr and we had Brett Favre and we have Aaron Rodgers. Who's the best? It's like, oh, my God. I, I think it's just more annoying. Okay, look at this. Darnell Mooney, he only needs 500 yards this year, and then he cracks the top 30 receivers on our franchise. And he's been, a, and he's been, a, but, but Mooney's played games where we, where we had one passing yard. So okay. <laughs> I would, I would like to say that if that's just can like, you, can, the you give me a top change, 10, but... can you give me a top 10 of the receivers? Based off this website. Yes. Uh, well, I, and you'll have to excuse me because I'll have to jump around because like it it is using all like all receiving yards. So you, you have like Walter Payton's number four. You get what I'm saying? It's just, no, that's fine. Just fine. You can keep Walter in there. You can keep Walter in there. Okay. Uh, Johnny Morris with 5,000 5, yards. And when did Johnny play? 58 to 67. Then, then Harlan uh, Hill, 54 to 61. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, Harlan Hill. Yes, Harlan Hill sounds like he's a war hero from World yeah. War Two. That sounds like Hank Hill's this, like uncle. Honestly, I think you guys would be surprised at number three. Number three is Alshon Jeffrey with four thousand over four thousand five hundred. I could see that. And then he was on the Bears for a while. Like ten less yards is Walter, then Dicka, Curtis Conway, Forte with over four K as well. Marty Booker with just under four K. Willie Galt, and then Kevin Kavanaugh which was in 40 to 50. And then you have Allen Robinson, which should also tell you about how good our receivers are. So our receiver one isn't on the top 12. He's 13th. He's 13th. He is the top 10. He played, he played significantly less games than all of these guys. 
I mean, right. he was only Mar- on the team for Marshall. Three years. Yeah, Marshall played 45 games. Robinson has 40 more yards than him, and he's played. He played for 12 more games than Marshall. Wow. We we can keep going on with this. It's time for me to eat some dinner. Yeah, I was gonna say if we keep doing this, we'll just get into a deep depression spiral. If we're not already there, I know I talk about yeah, a rabbit I'm hole. There, talk about a rabbit hole on this one. All right, well that that'll wrap up this episode of Team Bear Sports Podcast. We're gonna go just think about how horrible the Bears' offense has and probably will be forever. But episode thirty nine in the books. You can find our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcast. We'll be back next week, and with that, go Bears and Team Bear out. Wait again. Later. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears! <laughs>